0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Battlefield. I'm your host, Jessica Trout. It has been such a March 21st, um, is what I saw on my last episode. Um, I think I said this before, but for those of you who do not know, um, the podcast has updated. Anchor is technically no longer Anchor, um, but the setup is still the same um, and everything. But uh, I lost my episodes, like, the number on each part of my episode. So I guess you could say I don't know what number this is right now. Um, It really helped to have those. But since it updated, I completely lost them. And I don't know if it really matters at this moment. I don't know if I'm going to be putting numbers on them, considering I put, like, the seasons and everything. So... Anyway, i um, hoping I can get that figured out and everything has just kind of been a little slow due to some events. Um, I think I did say this in my last segment that I was working on getting my medication aid for the place I work for. Um, I passed the test and I passed all my competencies and I did my 40 hours. The only thing that's sucking right now, obviously, that always sucks is DHHS. Um, They are very slow at putting you through the roster online, uh, the registry. And (laughs) I had to do a name change because, you know, I'm married. All they had was my old name and I completely forgot all about that step. But of course, they don't really include that into the instructions. They just want you to figure it out. So I forgot that they had me as my old maiden name. They didn't have me as my new name. My married name so I had to put that in and wait but they only changed it for the inactive stuff I have that's on the online registration they don't have me active I've emailed them and I've said hey yo pretty much need you to put me as active I've taken the competencies I've done the tests, it got sent in from this town that I drove all the way to and um I did my name change and so yeah, they, they're they they're pretty slow. They're not very good at the job. I'm not going to lie. For those of you who do do that kind of stuff, I mean, I hope you're doing a lot better job than the people that are doing it here in Nebraska because let me tell you something. Every time it seems like you talk to them on the phone, they do not sound happy with their lives. I am not going to lie. I'm going to just bluntly just say that right now. Um, you know, so that it's, not, it's like they're never happy to talk to anybody. And I think it's because they get more complaints than they do anything else. And... All I can really say is, well, that's kind of on them. You know, if they would just do what they're supposed to do, they probably wouldn't have a problem with it. So, yeah. Um, so today, I guess I don't really have much. I thought I had a lot. Um, but I thought about and thought about it. And I decided just to get on here and ask, what are you grateful for? Um... And it has nothing to do with anything, like a specific holiday, obviously. It's just, I just want to know what you're grateful for. Because I know I'm grateful for a lot of things. I am very blessed to have a lot of things. And um, right now, I got reminded of how lucky I am to have especially such a great husband. And this is why. There was an unfortunate event that happened. I don't know the specifics. I don't know detail. All I know is that I, when I got on Facebook this morning, I was scrolling through. One of my um, friends posted pictures of her and her husband and um, pretty much was asking the question, how do you lose your best friend? And I am sitting there thinking, I was in shock because... Last thing I knew, he was alive and happy, and all of a sudden, um, he's gone. She lost her best friend, and of 18 years. And in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, Oh my God, you know, that's gotta be devastating. How do you lose someone? I mean, how do you even cope losing someone who you've known for so many years? Best friend. Who no, know all your secrets? You could go to bed and talk to, tell them everything. It is your shoulder to lean on? Your, your sometimes even your strength, because you've got to let your guard down. And I feel for her because it's like she may have a lot of friends, but she lo- she probably feels like she just lost her strength. She's lost maybe a little bit of her shield. I can't imagine losing my husband. I lost him once because we were young. I moved away, and it was too hard for us. And it was still devastating to lose somebody like that because um, I was actually in love with my husband. Like, I am now. I knew what love was. And when we broke up during our junior high years, it was devastating to me. It was like losing somebody. But I couldn't imagine... Being with somebody all those years and then all of a sudden they're no longer breathing. They're not going to be coming to bed with me. You know? And that goes for anybody. It doesn't have to go for just couples like your significant other. It goes for your kids, your aunt, your uncles, the people you are really close to more than anything. Your friends. You don't realize it. Until they're gone. And it sucks because this is such a cliche that we're, we're reminded of every time something happens. And I can't... And I felt it. I felt it. Even though it's not my place. It's not my husband. I'm not Herb. I felt it. Because my husband, he's a firefighter medic. Anything can happen within a minute. A second. He goes out of his way to go... Somewhere to either save a life, extinguish a fire. For all I know, it can blow up, and he can be in that blow-up zone, and he can die. Anything can happen in a second. Even my brother, who is a cop here in town. I think about it on the daily about how my brother's out there he may he may not do as much in this small town but he's given us some pretty dangerous stories and I'm worried I'm gonna lose my brother you know while he's serving. I'm afraid that somebody's just gonna get a crab up their butt and decide to try to shoot him or just shoot him and my brother's not gonna make it he's not gonna be able to hold on. Same for my husband. I'm afraid he's going to go into a fiery death. I'm afraid that he's going to, the bottom of the floor is going to collapse and he's going to go into a fiery inferno or the roof is going to come down on him and he's not going to be able to get out and fire is going to spread across his body. Yeah, I know that's very violent, very violent thoughts, but it can happen. And when I, and I don't know, like I I don't know the details of how she lost her husband, but it, it brings me, like it wakes me up to feel grateful every day. And you know, even the school shootings that are happening, like I think about my kid, he's going to be five. I'm even lucky enough to let him go to a public school. You know how many nights I would stay up till almost midnight or one o'clock? Thinking about maybe I should just homeschool my kid. Maybe I should just homeschool my kids. all Both of them. Because I don't want them to die. And I mean I don't care how st- stressful it would be for me. But at the same time I don't know if I want to put myself through that kind of stress. While I'm trying to be a mom at the same time as well as try to work my career by you know writing my books because I also need to do that for myself. I shouldn't have to put myself in a situation because people are you know off their rocker, I guess to put it as nicely as I can. But I can't tell you how grateful and blessed I am to have such and be surrounded, should I say, by people that I care about so much and love and I want to spend every day with. It's hard enough some days where my husband's at work and I hear sirens upon sirens sometimes because some days are busier than others. And I kind of get a little uncomfortable hearing so much sirens because I'm like, please, God, do not let it be. A huge deal to where he doesn't come home again. There was, I think I told this story before, but for the newcomers who are just listening to this episode. um, I remember, and we weren't even, I don't know if we were engaged yet or not. But at the time, when we were still technically no kids, all that jazz. um, We were living out in the country renting a farmhouse. Which was really shitty by the way. Um, he had a fire he was a volunteer at this point for a small town that's not far from here and since we lived around the rural area and he worked in the rural area he was allowed to be on that fire department as a volunteer so what happened was he went to a fire I heard on his second pager there there was a second pager that was always in the house so I could hear it you know Obvious, for obvious reasons, I heard there was a big fire. It was out at someone's house who owned um, fertilizing planes. And what those pl- what those planes do is that pretty much the pilot goes over the cornfields and fertilizes them. And then you know, that's what that's their job. And the plane shed was on fire. And I, and I knew my husband went to that, or I mean, well, you know, at the time he went to that. And thing is, what scared me, what became a scary deal was I did not hear from him or anyone else that went there with him for four hours. I didn't hear anything across that pager for four hours. Nothing. Zip. Not a no text to reassure that he was safe. No calls to reassure me. I literally—it was literally radio silent for four hours. And let me tell you something: that four hours, I started to panic. And I tried so hard to stay calm, but inside I was panicking. I was pacing the floors. I was holding onto my phone. Like, it was the most precious thing to me in the world. I kept looking outside to see if I could see his truck pull in the driveway. I almost got in my own car to go to the fire station to see if they were back. There was nothing for four hours. And this is where I thought, oh my god, did something happen? And the thing is, no one came out to even tell me if anything happened. Usually, if a death occurs... On duty, they usually have the captains or the person who is the authority at that time that runs the team to break the news to the family. So, no one came out. There was nothing. And I started to panic. Tears were starting to well up. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, please... Please, 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 let all of them, even my husband, be okay, or, you know, my fiance at the time. I was so scared, and I and I was angry. I was angry because I'm like, please, 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 do not let this happen. And we were going, we were going to be getting married soon. I so this is what I did. I took a deep breath and I text. I I text. I said, hey. I know you're at a fire right now, but if it's almost out and all you guys are doing is making sure it doesn't rekindle, please text me. Call me. I'm worried. It's been four hours. I haven't heard from you. Where are you? And I let him know how upset I was. Oh my gosh, finally, about (laughs) waiting almost another hour, he finally gets a hold of me and he says, I'm fine. And of course, obviously I'm angry because... With all the emotion going through me, I'm angry that I, I couldn't, I didn't hear from him and I told him how angry I was for not hearing from him. I said, I get you're doing your volunteer job, but holy crud, it's been radio silent for four hours. Do you, Could you imagine how that looks to me? And he said, I'm very sorry, you're right. And I said, you're damn right, I thought you were dead. I thought you weren't coming home. And the, that was probably the most scariest thing of my life at that moment. Thinking that I would have lost somebody to something that probably would have been so minor. But it wasn't. Come to find out, the fire was pretty big. It took out the whole shed. But luckily, they were able to get it out. It just took a while because they had to keep going and refilling their trucks with water. And it took a long time to even, you know, get everything cleaned up and just sorted out. But I told him, I said, what were you doing with your free time? He said, honestly, we were standing kind of just watching the embers to make sure they wouldn't rekindle. And I said, you need to text me at that point. I said, I'm sorry, that sounds demanding, but I need to make sure you are alive Because I love you and I don't want to lose you. He says, and he tries to calm me down by telling me, you know, hey, this is where training comes in. You know, this is why we do training. He's like, I get that. But at the same time, you can do all the training you want. It still isn't going to save you sometimes. Hell, hell, with even policemen, they can do training with shooting and shit all they want. But it ain't going to save them. It may save them temporarily, but it ain't going to save them all the time. It's like when we go out to drive. We may have been trained and taken the test to get our licenses. But honestly, is that really going to save us from a drunk driver? Is it going to save us from somebody who does not know how to stop at a stop sign for three seconds and look both ways and then boom, T-bone us? Is that going to save us? No, it's not. Just because I have my license to drive does not mean it's going to save me my children from a drunk driver. Or a semi, who, a driver who has been up for past 24 hours trying to get a shipment and then you know falls asleep at the wheel and kills my whole family I don't know I just know that it does not save me and it will not save the firefighters it will not save the policemen or any other job that has to do with pretty much being a fucking hero plain and simple I know it sounds terrible coming out of my mouth but it is the honest truth and this, the honesty hurts. I just hope, I just, I just try to not think about it. I just try to trust my husband. I try to trust my brother that they will make the right decisions at the right time. That's all I can do. And I try to trust the school system. I try to trust the fact that the, teacher will, the teachers will do better after what's been happening. I'm trying to trust it. Because I can't live in fear all the fucking time. And the thing is, it sucks because I was never really that fearful until I had kids. And a lot of moms will feel me on this. Because you don't know fear until you have children. You don't know fear until then. And I tell you why. The predators, like the pedophiles and shit... The busy roads with cars and them running on the sidewalk, shopping by yourselves with them, and there's weirdos out there and them getting lost. It's fearful. The shootings, the freaking diseases, hell, RSV, I thought I was going to lose my five, I thought I was going to lose my second kid when he was five weeks old. He got RSV. I was like, oh God, he is, no, I just had him. I, this can't happen. Even though he pulled through, but still, at that moment, fear. It was so fearful. How unreal it is. And then when you have a best friend that you married, and you've known, and you can share things with, and you connect on a very great level, it's it's still pretty scary. That's also another fear. It's just not wanting... To lose somebody that you love dearly as well as your kids or family member. It doesn't matter to me. It was just one of those times where when I read that. Because I'm so close to this person as well. You know, I know this person. We were in Pure Romance Consultant together. Um, you know, I I feel her. I just I feel for her. Because... I have a best friend I'm married to. And if I were to lose him, I don't know what I would do at first. I don't know what I would do. It would take me forever just to get my shit together. I mean, yeah, her kids are technically grown, but I can't imagine losing my husband and still trying to raise kids. I don't know how some people do it after losing their significant other. I really don't. And I feel for them too. And I hope they're getting along great. All I'm trying to say is. Please be grateful. Please cherish every freaking moment. Yes fights are still going to happen. You can't be perfect all the time. But at least try to not. Try to find a solution to your problems. Because you don't want to fight. And then something happens. And then you feel guilty. Because you never got to say you're sorry. I tell my husband all the time. I said, I love you so much. We go to before we go to bed every night, we always say, I love you with all my heart. Good night, sweet dreams. We've never missed a night. Okay, maybe there's been a couple times, but we don't really like to hit the pillow without solving our problems. Because we never know what's gonna happen. We never know what's gonna happen. So I'm grateful to have and very very fucking just I don't know. Blessed to just feel so lucky. I don't I don't even know how to explain it. It's just I just want you all of you to realize that what you have is so precious. It may not feel like that if you've had your differences with somebody it may not be like that, but let me tell you something. The people who are willing to go through freaking the lake of fire with you, those are the people that you don't want to disconnect with. You don't want it to pass, because things like today are taking away people within seconds from everybody. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But I suggest you don't worry about it. You just got to make today. If you had a fight with somebody or a little disagreement, even if it wasn't your fault, I just want you to let them know how much you care and love them. Say, hey, I know we had this and this, but I just want you to know I love you or I care about you, thinking about you. Maybe we can talk when you're ready you know or hey talk when i get home i want us to be okay hug them like you've never hugged anybody i hug my husband like it's my last day on earth all the time when i go out shopping by myself i don't think about things but you know i'm i'm always ready to Go home to him and hug him or you'd be like, hey, look, I got groceries and be happy and silly because I don't, I don't know. I don't want to live in fear and I'm trying not to. I'm just really trying to make it all worthwhile. There are days where I don't feel proud of myself. There are days where I feel like I feel like I don't try that hard, but I do. Summer's coming up and I just want to be outside. I want to see my kids happy and play. I just want to see them in the nice warm sunshine. There are days where I just sit there and I just stare at them and think, Oh my God, these are so, these are the best moments. And I'm not even on my phone half the time. I I just stare at them. Like people say, Oh, make sure you take lots of pictures for memories. Well, honestly, I don't want to waste a second I just sometimes I just want to have my phone down and stare at them, and put them in my photographic memory. Because there's gonna come a day where they will lose me, or I will probably lose my memory, and I want to try to remember the best ever. And I want them to remember. If their mom, when their mom leaves this earth, I want them to remember all the good times. I want them to remember what I've taught them. But I wanna make sure I go first. I want to go first into the grave. I don't wanna ever bury my children. For those who have, I am so sorry. And I hope that you had the best of times before life took them from you. And yes, I'm crying, (laughs) but it hit me in the face this morning and I couldn't help but just feel. I hope everyone is grateful and I hope you feel blessed. It doesn't matter how mad you are or upset or disagreements, make every moment count. Even when you don't have disagreements, even if you guys are just normal and you're happy, nothing's going on, still make the best of it. Because even the happy times without disagreement should be times of still cherishing every moment. You don't have to cherish every moment just because you have disagreement. And unfortunately, that's where most people start feeling regret. Is after they've had disagreement and something happens and they're like, Oh shit, I should have done this before this happens. like, well, then start doing it even if there's nothing that has, you know, when there's nothing going on. I just want you to feel that today. I want you to do your best today on just being... In the moment. Grateful. There, Everyone has flaws. I am not perfect. I have thorns in my rose too. But I also know that this rose is very loved. And I love the people that love me back. Well, I hope everyone has a great day. And I'm sorry if this does poo poo on your parade it's not meant to it's just to open your eyes sometimes we just need a good reminder and let me tell you it reminded me that I need to cherish every moment and I still feel really bad that she has to go through something that I she shouldn't go through that they were there he was young she's young Well, I mean, they're older than me, but still, I mean, their ages are too young to even perish, at least. And I can't believe that, you know, she lost somebody that she was just over the moon for. Her kids are suffering. And no one should lose their parent. I mean... We're all going to lose our parents. But we should lose them at the right time. Not the wrong time in my book. If anybody should go. They should go when they're ready. This I don't. Too young for me is not ready. Any age of young is not. Yeah. It, that's just my opinion on death. But death is inevitable, And we can't cheat it um, all the time. Some people I don't know how get they get away with it like i don't know i don't know if you guys know the show thousand pound sisters i don't know how that one gal tammy slayton i don't know how she got got away with it so many times being as big as she is she's cheated death so many times i don't even know how it's happening but it's happening and she's been trying to change and i've been looking at it, and every time I even watch that show, I just feel so grateful that, you know, I can learn from it, as well as grateful that I'm alive, and I'm doing things for myself to stay that way, and or, you know, for my kids, because, you know, when you're that size, you can't even be there for your kids, and that's what scares me, I don't want to, you know, it wouldn't even be fair for my family, so yeah, I learned things from that, and today, just Reading it, I just, reading about my friend's husband, I just feel so grateful and bad. And yet, I'm just like, okay, I need to cherish every freaking moment. And I need to make sure my husband knows how much I love him. Now I'm ranting. But, <laughs> I'm, I am mean, I'm going on and on. But I hope you guys have a great day. And just make sure you're grateful and you cherish those moments. even the disagreements. <coughs> But don't let it go to waste. (coughs) All right. Well, have a great rest of your day. And I will hopefully talk to you guys sooner than later.